Robbie was former Crow pick 10. One of my favourites, Timmy G. GWS inaugural co-captain. He captained the team into a grand final. His name is Phil Davis. Retires after 192 AFL games. An absolute star on and off the field. Fearless Phil, congratulations. Roy, thank you very much, Tim. Thanks for having me. No, it's, uh, hey, it's a long time coming, 15 years. I've been very fortunate, but it's been a, it's been a great 24 hours. That golden nail comes out. The boots get hung up. It, it, it happens to all of us. Yours, I feel, is slightly premature due to injury. Yeah, I guess for me, unfortunately, injury is sort of a, uh, a little bit of an undertone of my career the way, um, all the way through, but particularly the last sort of three years, I sort of felt like I was in career-best form up until about two, two and a half years ago. And then mm. hurt my knee and sort of just could never get really going again, unfortunately. Just it led soft tissue after soft tissue. But, you know, I'm not bitter at all. Just, you know, that, they're the cards I was dealt. But, yeah, had a great time and, you know, so many great memories. Hey, Phil, if we go right back, uh, when you got drafted, it wasn't like it is today. And... What was it like? And did you know you were going to go to Adelaide? Was it was it well communicated? We're going a while back now. Yeah, yeah. So 2008 draft, I was. Um, you know, going into the year, you know, I was doing a senior preseason with North Adelaide, and you know, I felt completely and utterly out of my depth there. Um, and just you know, very fortunate there. Andrew Drum was the coach, and he was yeah. looking after me. And yeah, I just. You know, found a way there, loved my time then. As the year went, I got better and better and then hurt myself, actually, halfway through the carnival. So I didn't play the back half of the year and thought, oh, hopefully I've done enough to get drafted. And then sort of towards the draft, you know, found out that, um, you know, the Crows really liked me as long as, as well as Hawthorne. Um, and I thought, oh, geez, I'd be lucky to go to Hawks. At about pick 16, but I was uh, very lucky that the late Matt Rendell and Hamish Ogilvy really loved me, and yeah, they they took me, and yeah, I was probably way too high to go that where I did in the end. But yeah, and I just remember going to the Crows and just loving my time there. Had amazing leaders around there, whether it was Simon Goodwin or Ben Rutten or Andrew McLeod or Scott Thompson or Scott Stevens. Yeah, there were just some great names there that sort of taught me great foundations, including you know, you know, Bix was there, Neil Craig, Betty Hart. So no. Thinking about now, it is very different. Didn't think it would pan out this way. Didn't think I'd be able to last this long, but um, a great experience. Well, you left us after three seasons. You were as courageous a player as I've remembered calling. I, I love the competitiveness about you and your natural leadership back then. You had to go, didn't you, Phil? The offer was too good. Yeah, I've always had a lot of time to reflect on my career. And, you know, when I started out on my journey, I, you know, I was desperate to be a a one-club player. Um, I know people always find that strange because I, I did choose to leave. But, yeah, you get to put into a position where there's a certain amount of factors, and I you know, I understand that, especially at the time, there was a, a lot of pushback and a lot of Crows fans probably still don't like me for it. But, no, I felt like it was the best thing for me. And as I sit here now, it's been a, an amazing journey. But mm. so I had a lot of admiration and time and thanks to the Adelaide Footy Club. You know, I still got some great friends from my time there, but... Yeah, it just was in my cards. You know, I, I was ready for the next move, and I felt like it was the most obvious choice and the best choice for me. Um, as much as it was hard, because you know, I'd always hoped to spend my whole career in Adelaide and yeah. maybe captured the Crows in my time when I was there for that three years. But yeah, unfortunately, or fortunately, whichever way you look at it, it you know, went down a different path. Yeah, we made you, Phil Davis. We made you. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, 
I, I learned some amazing lessons at Adelaide. Oh, I know. Uh, I, I was so lucky, and um, yeah, so, you know, Alan Stewart was an enormously influential yeah. person um, yeah. to me in my time at Adelaide. You captained the GWS into the 2019 Grand Final. Do you look back at that now with absolute pride, or just a tinge of anguish? I look at back as one of the better days on weeks of my of my whole career. I um I loved it. I, you know, obviously, what happened from the second quarter onwards wasn't ideal, but I don't know. It, it's incredibly disappointing to get to a grand final and, and lose by whatever it was, ninety points. But you know, not, not going back to another one, sort of you said things don't, you know, what if, you know. But no, I, I still look back at that with a great deal of pride. Obviously, would have loved the day to have gone better, but it was an, it was a great experience and. There are lots of players go through their careers and don't get that experience. So to have that was terrific. Would have loved to have played better individually and as a team, but it was a great experience and, you know, one that I'll, I'll forever remember. Bit of a synopsis of the early days, mate. Uh, Kevin Sheedig obviously comes up there and uh, takes over. You had Choco in the mix, uh, and it would have been... And I spoke to Kevin the other day about this early days, and he said he was doing a lot of work certainly off-field um, with politicians and the like and trying to get money involved at the club. He said Choco took a lot of the training sessions. Um, he said it was uh, they were hard days but enjoyable. Yeah, oh, there's no doubt they were hard for, for many reasons. You know, obviously we had a huge squad. You know, we, we weren't exactly super competitive on the field. We are trying to grow a sport in, in Western Sydney. Um, you know, Sheeds was incredibly busy. I've never seen a man work harder. He was just out and about all the time and then yeah, that was one of the great things was, um, you know, Choco was there and, you know, he's one of the great teachers of football I've met in my life. He, he, he sees the game and can coach the game as well as I've ever seen. So he was extremely influential in those early days for me personally, mm. but also the whole entire squad. And then we also had some really great senior experience players. We had Lukey Power was just amazing. James McDonald, Chad Corn, Dean Brogan and the like. Yeah, we were very lucky to have those sort of support networks. But it, it was hard. Um, I guess expectations being low probably took the pressure off a little bit, but losing so consistently was hard. But, you know, I think it made you know our build from sort of 2014 onwards um, far more satisfa- satisfying. You're a scholar off-field. How many degrees did you end up within those 15 seasons of AFL? Just one subject left to get my second one, Rowie. <laughs> so what did you study? I did commerce, so like finance yeah. and accounting, yeah. and then... I'm just about to finish an MBA, so postgrad. Oh, well uh, done. What now? Yeah, not sure. Working out still at the moment. I'm sort of taking a bit of time just to sit still in the next sort of week or so, and then I'll probably get cracky and, you know, following sort of a few things. It's been, um, you know, it's one of the hard things about finishing your career. You've got to find your next passion. And since I was 10 years old, all I did was study and play sports. So yeah. you've got to find what's next and you know there's a lot of great things out there trying to find a way where I can hopefully blend my passion for business and, and sport and my intrigue and you know people um, is, is the goal but you know, I'm just excited to start. I think I said the quote yesterday a bit cliche but I'm just looking forward to climbing my next mountain and seeing what that looks like and um, yeah very excited for what's going to come. You got any babies? No children yet happily married and hopefully start a family soon so no, that's no. uh that's the number one on the to-do list. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> well, I'm a grandfather now, so if you need any you know, advice, you know my number. I, I might need a babysitter, Rowie. Oh, stop <laughs> it. Phil, courageous, your leadership, your all heart, a true Giants champion. All the best, fearless for the future, whatever it holds. I know you'll do it 100 miles an hour, mate. Thanks for your time.
No, thanks, guys. And, you know, as always, thank you so much for your support. I've always loved 5AA and my chats with the whole team through the years. So yeah. thank you very much. I remember when Phil was drafted, you know, certain people have an impression of you when you sit mm. in that commentary box. Yep. The way he went about his footy was one. The other one that springs to mind immediately is Rory Sloan. Yes. And then the third one is dear mate Paddy yeah. Dangerfield. Yeah. He's in that company. I remember him actually helping us out Courageous. with some special comments once because we were, oh, did he? it was me and Wilds over there by ourselves. We got him up in there into the uh, what was probably the CEO's office at Monica. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, was he, he, any good? he could do everything. Oh, he's excellent. Oh, gifted. Things got a future in anything. Phil yeah. Davis, our guest.